Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Money Watch ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It is Thursday, December 7th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. If you need a little bit of a boost, a little pat on the back, a little bit of emotional support for your decisions that you are trying to make, we are here for you. Mark and I would love to chat with you. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the Contact Us button. Let's get right into it today. This is Laura, who's on the line from Michigan. Hey, Laura, what's going on, girl? Nothing much. How about you both? We are excited to have you. We are always just experimenting and pushing ourselves. So this is very weird. So here we are doing video and it's so much fun. And thank you for joining us. So Laura, what brings you to us? What's going on? I have a few questions about my asset allocation and then my partner's asset allocation based on our um, specific circumstances and then a few additional questions that I have list it out to remind myself so I do not forget. I love a list, my girl. This is good. Okay. So first of all, Laura, how old are you? I am just turned 36. Mm, So nice. (laughs) What a sweet age, Mark. 36. Life was so simple. Um, And how old is your partner? 45. Oh, okay. All Mm -hmm. right. A little bit older. Okay. A little bit different in lifestyle. You guys have kids? We have one kid, a daughter who is two years old, and we are one and done. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is the Mark Talercio root of parenthood. Um, yes. And uh, are you guys officially married or are you partnered? No, not officially married. Um, no plans to, but we've been together for about six, seven years now. Okay. Um, but we have all of our estate documents done so that should anything happen, you know, we, Good. we will 
take we'll take care of each other and our daughter. Okay, very good. That's good. This is really like me. I know. Baby, no marriage. (laughs) I was so surprised, by the way, just to be clear, Mark is a traditionalist in general. So when you had the baby before getting married, I was very surprised by that. Not because I have a judgment. I just thought it was out of character for you. But you didn't care at all. No. First, first we owned real estate together. Then we had a baby. And then we got married. So it's a very New York story, basically. The, the, the most important conversation was around real estate. So, Laura, um, what do you – do you guys um, – even though you're not married, you, you combine forces in terms of income and management of your retirement and all that stuff. Do you, do you kind of consider yourself a unit? Yes. Okay. But yeah, we take a holistic view and I probably manage the money more than he does. So, you know, but we are looking at it holistically where, you know, we plan on retiring together. Okay, good. Um, All right. How much money do you guys make together? Um, let's see. So I make around 203. 203 grand in Michigan. You're living large, mama. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. And what um, about he? He is 170. Okay. Wow. This is good. This is already a good story. I'm happy about it. Um, and are you guys both employed by um, other firms or you, and either of you self-employed? Uh, no, we both work for companies. Okay. And are you using retirement plans through work? Yes. Okay. What are you doing? Tell me about it. So I have um, a 401k with work. I We do have the option to do a Roth 401k. And so that is what I, what I have been doing the past few years, maxing out that Roth 401k. Mm. Um, so right now in my retirement, I have about, let's say, 329. Mm-hmm. And 106 of that is Roth. And then, you know, yep. 223 of that is remainder is pre-tax. Good. Our employer matches like up to 10%. So Whoa. Going to, yeah. Very, very generous. And all of that is pre-tax. I got it. But you're maxing out. Yes. Okay, got it. Out. Okay. Yeah. And what about him? He is also maxing out. Um, but he got a later start to retirement. Um, I mean his increase his income has really increased the past few years. So his retirement is seventy-two in pre-tax and then thirty-two in Roth. He gets an employer match of about three point five percent. And he is currently doing he also has a Roth four hundred one K and so his um, contribution is all going to the Roth. Great. That's awesome. What was he doing that he got such a late start? He just, I mean, so he was probably making, when I first met him six plus years ago, around like 70K. No, so it looks like really, you've been a very good influence on him. Yeah, I mean, I like to think so. Definitely. I'll, t- I'll take some of the credit. Definitely. Absolutely. What about, um, so you've got retirement assets, you've put a lot of money away. Are there other retirement assets, either old accounts? Do you have a brokerage that's a non-retirement account? Like what's going on? Yes. So I'll go through mine first. Okay. Um, I have an HSA with $1,000 in cash, which is required by the employer, and then about $15,000 invested. Mm -hmm. I also have a brokerage. That's about seventy four thousand right now. Um, that is with Vanguard and all invested in Vanguard index funds. Mm-hmm. I think about maybe six thousand of that is what more of like fun money, but fifty nine hundred that is invested in Berkshire Hathaway, and so it's so it's really only a hundred dollars where I've realized I've done poorly with my stock picking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a second. Are you upset about Charlie Munger dying? For I am I sad. I am sad. It's funny because I think about like both of them and, you know, they're still working and some of, and your perspective of, you know, working with some of the people who want to retire at like 45 and stuff. And mm. um, I, I see, you can see the value of doing something that you enjoy for a long time. Yeah. If you enjoy it, that's great. I mean, and these guys definitely enjoyed it and they love making money. You know, that was the other thing that was so <laughs> yeah, interesting. There is that. You know, they're exactly. really amazing. So, all right. So you've got this brokerage account. you got the HSA. Oh, um, I also have tell me um, more. our shoes, about like 8,700. Um, and so those 100 shares vest each year. And so that will be like around, you know, $2,000, $2,500. I'm not counting on it. Yeah. It um, probably works for some big car company. It's going to go away anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan, everybody works for a car company. I don't even know that. Um, it, is not a, it is not a car company, but there is some relationship. Okay, I understand. Is that it for the money that's in your name? Yes. Okay, what about um, Mr. Partner? Partner also has an HSA, about $2,000 in cash, and then $13,000 invested. Okay. Um, so he also, earlier this year, his mother passed away, oh. and so... He did receive a few hundred thousand dollars worth of inheritance. Um, some of that went out to pay off his student loan, so he no longer has any student debt. Um, he also threw a chunk of that into our daughter's 529. And then kind of remaining investments, he has a brokerage, probably worth, so 167. And when I first got my hands on it, it was invested in so many different funds that were overlapping, very expensive mutual funds. So I've been trying to minimize that. And I, ha I do have questions associated okay. with how to I got it. Um, that. No sweat. So, then, but there's no like, other debt though, because like the student loan was paid off, right? Correct. Okay, good. And so he's got this brokerage account with a bunch of crap in it. You're trying to, we'll try to streamline it. How much money is in the 529 account for your daughter? We have like a few separate 529s. So the, his 529 for her is 50,000. Mm-hmm. My 529 for her is about 13000 mm -hmm. And then my parents have one for her that's probably around 2000 We don't contribute to it consistently. My employer contributes $100 a month to it, up to $10,000. That's a nice perk. That is a nice yes. perk. I like that perk. So that's the 529 We got his brokerage. You got all of his money, right? What um, if he also has oh. two inherited IRAs. Oh. Oh. So he has to start taking that out. How much is in the inherited IRAs? So there's about 21000 in one mm -hmm. and then 16000 in the other. Okay. So we've got 10 years to get that out. What about cash in the bank? So we have about 45 total and about 24 of that is in a high yield savings account. And then 21 is in two CDs maturing in April. Okay. So we could like that to be our emergency fund. Good. I do think it's a little light for us right now. Okay. Do you guys um, own a home? Yes. Um, we have a mortgage of about 705 Whoa. That's the a real home number. home is worth about like 828 compared under Zillow. Okay. 705 mortgage. What's the interest rate? Five and a quarter. Whoa. What did you, when did you buy this? About a year ago mm -hmm. when the market was crazy. You've got this. This is a fixed rate or did you get an adjustable? Fixed rate. Okay. You love this house? Yes, the plan is to, you know, stay here. She'll go to public schools in this area. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to your questions. Mark, did I miss anything else in the, oh, life insurance. So we both have a 20-year life insurance 
term life insurance yep. uh, for 1.5. Each of us have, you know, some life insurance Through that's work. provided for free from our employer. Good. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. All right, let's talk about these asset allocation questions. So, what's on your mind? Okay, so first question is asset allocation for my 401k. It is currently invested in a Vanguard target target date index fund, but based on some of your previous communicate or d- discussions with previous people, I think that I could probably do it differently and cheaper. You've you've graduated. You've graduated yes, from the yes. target date fund. We're going to send you a diploma. Uh, Mark, you want to do a little bit of uh, the asset allocation 101 for Laura? I think, you know, it's funny. Like, what is, what's the cutoff? When, when do you graduate from a target date fund? When you have, like, you know what, I, like 100,000? I used to say 100. I used to think 100. I mean, some people literally do not want to do anything, so it's fine. And that's fine. fine. That's, fine. Know, that's but, fine. I'm totally fine if somebody just wants to, you know, set it. Right. It. So um, in what is the the 401k? Where is it held? What's the uh, big company that own, is the uh, the house? Yeah, I don't know. But it has, I mean, Van, it has Vanguard funds? It has Vanguard funds. Okay. So, like our options are Vanguard Total Bond Market, yep. 500 uh, indexed, yep. um, ding, ding, extended ding. market, Wait, and extended total market. international stock. Okay, so we have so we have extended market. You said you have a bond market, and then you also have an international, right? Correct. Okay, so Mark, give her the allocation. Let's go. Well, she's a youngin. She's only uh, 36 years old. So. How do you feel about risk before we like go crazy? I am. I'm good with risk. Okay. I'm willing to take some risk. No, Jill will disagree with me, but I would say, you sh- <laughs> given your age, <laughs> I would have 80 percent in stocks. Oh. Okay. See, I can hear. No, you, no, you no. I'm Jill? good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hurts. I would have 80 percent in stocks, and I would have 20 percent in fixed income, the bond. And uh, what do you want to do? You want to like uh, extended market would be 65 percent, 15. What international? It? Yeah. If, 10. Yeah, 10. I would probably do 10 international, 70 U.S. Uh, stocks if you want to do the extended. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people might just say do 70% in the S&P 500. Yeah, I think the extended market is fine. I have no problem with the 500 if that's either what you one. want to do. Right, either one of those. So Full either- disclosure, I am a 500 person. Really? If you give me the two options, I'm picking the 500. All right, fine. Now, I split like, should I split, like do a percentage in the 500 and a percentage in the no, 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 one or the other, because there's going to be a lot of overlap between pick the two. Pick one. Pick one. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And you can do that in both your Roth and your traditional. What about partner? 
in his retirement account? What are his allocation options? Similar? I actually don't know, hmm. um, but he's currently invested in an index fund. Fine. Um, for him, what would you... A little less like, risk. What would you recommend? Well, you know, he he's an old man. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. older. He's, he's an old man, so. <laughs> I would say, you know, if you're 80% stocks, I would say he's 70%. Yeah, 70, 30 maybe. In his brokerage, tell me, how did you clean that up? It was, yeah. So over 15, like, ETFs and mutual funds. Um, <laughs> did you say 15 different ones? Yes, like over 15 mutual funds and um, That's crazy. ETFs. Yeah. And I kept bugging him saying, you know, Hey, sell this this one and then buy these. And he finally said, "Here's the login information." Oh, I love this guy. Let me delegate this to you. So, yes. is there a when he inherited the money? Right, he inherited this brokerage account. Is that what happened? Yes. Okay. So, so he got a step up in cost basis, meaning the cost basis was established at his mother's date of death. Okay. And when was that? When did she pass away? Earlier this year. Okay. So there's probably some embedded gains, but not huge. This yes. is the time to make the big changes. This is mm-hmm. the time, for real. I've sold some, mm-hmm. um, and I've now it's now down to, let's see, one, two, three, four, like six. Six is a lot. What do you yes, need six for? What are my six? So um, under bonds, so currently it's, there's 14% in bonds. Um, some in AGG, yeah, and then some in that's a bond DHRIX, which is an ex- Diamond Hill core bond, and it's almost also like a 0.5 expense ratio. Yeah, we're out of that. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm sure that's actually that may even be down in value. We don't, I'm it is. A, okay, sell that good, okay. and then we'll have some cash to reallocate, and you'll be able to do that. Okay, now we're at five funds. Keep going. Yes. And then under the large cap, which makes up about 62% mm. of his of the brokerage, um, there's VTI, which I've been kind of shoveling money in whenever yeah. we sell anything. Yep. And then about $12,000 in Vong, the Russell, 100, Russell 1000 growth. Mark is giving you a big negative on that one. You probably have lost some money on that, but um, also. So there's VTI, there's the Russell 1000. What else you got in the stock? And then under international, currently invest in 24% of part of his brokerage. And then it's IXUS, the iShares Core MSCI Total International Stock. Uh-huh. And then VXUS, so Vanguard's Total International Stock. Pick one. Let's move to on. To the Vanguard. And it should, yes. 20, 25% is too much. Yeah. So maybe uh-huh. we sell that and then that's that. And then that's good. And get rid of that Russell thing. I think that's done too. So when you reallocate though, let's make sure we understand what the tax liability is. It should not be a lot. It should not be a lot. So let's clean that up. I like this. Hey, gang, you getting the the drift here? Mark and I very much like let's make it easy. Less is more. Less is fine. It's just fine. Mark, do you want to talk about your individual stock holdings right now? What do you own? I don't have any. Oh, Why? Because I sold the, the one that I had, I sold. I, t- I actually made good use of the loss this year. Oh yeah, that's Cause, good. Because we had to free up so much money for the purchase of the new home. Yes. So I will have no tax. No liability. Peloton. You're done with Peloton. I mean, I use Peloton every day, but bye bye stock. Mm, all right, Laura. Does this solve most of your problems? Yes. What other question do you have? Okay. So, um, question about converting amounts within my 401k to Roth. So. Depending mm. on kind of where I am in the tax brackets, I've sometimes been converting amounts. Like this year, I converted 10000 to a Roth. Is mm-hmm. that something I should continue to do or just not worry about it? Mark, 
the Roth king? I mean, you know, I'm all for Roth. I don't, I don't know that you need to be converting. I would probably, you know, are you, you're, you're doing Roth contributions now, so that's the right move. I, I wouldn't go crazy with having to convert. What okay. do you, the 529, are you guys making regular contributions or just kind of here and there? No, just here and there. And so that was one of my questions about should we be contributing more? Are we good where we're at? You have 65000 in there now. If you did nothing, by the time your daughter's 18-ish, it'll probably be around 165. At what point could we say, hey, we're done contributing to the 529? Never. No. Where, where is <laughs> she, where going, is she to going to school? Is she going to the University of Michigan, Michigan State, or what's a private school in Michigan? What's a private college that's uh, – or is she going to like Stanford? My thought was I'm not going to give her a blank check. You know, if she want, if she has goals of going to graduate school, I'd say, you know, go to a reasonable state school or a school where you can get a scholarship and save some money for a graduate school. So I'm, I guess I'm not gung-ho about saying, here, get into the most expensive school you can and we'll pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Mark, what do you think? Like I said, if you do nothing else, you're going to have a night. You'll have one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars conservatively, maybe more. Who knows? No, but like, at what point does she feel like she's done? That's the I, question. I don't know. I can't answer that because I don't know where the girl wants to go to school. You know, so it could cost three hundred thousand dollars to go to college in I today's don't know. dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think you still have to put some more money in. Do you get a state uh, income tax deduction there for contributions to the five twenty-nine? Up to five thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Or so, no, I mean like. Yes. So, yes, we do. All right. Well, then definitely do that. Yeah. So definitely do that. But if you wanted to, you could do 17 and 17 and the next year do five and five. Right. Because you're not filing. Is one Who's claiming the kid? You are because you make more money. Right. You're head of household. Yes. Okay. And I do the dependent care FSA. Good. Okay. So, I mean, then I would at least do, I would do 17 and 17 this year, five and five next year. And then let's see how things roll. I think that's what you should do. Don't count on those RSUs for anything. Keep doing what you're doing. I think you're in great shape, Laura. I like okay. this. I like the plan. I think there's like cleanup. You're doing a little, yes. but it's not a lot. This is like nipping and tucking. If you would like to join us and run through some of the big financial issues, maybe small ones that you are trying to figure out, just go to jillonmoney.com and click the Contact Us button. While you're there, don't forget to check out all the free, great content. All of our content lives at that jillonmoney.com site. We've got a blog. We've got the free weekly newsletter. comes out every Friday, so you'd be getting it tomorrow if you were a subscriber. There are resources. There's videos. All sorts of great stuff. If you've got a few bucks, maybe you should consider buying my book, The Great Money Reset. What a great present for people who are contemplating their financial resolutions. Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer of the show. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. 
Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 